0: going to do it right. I'm going to make this a 10! Ten-
1: Tag me in, brother. What up?
0: And tag out the year two thousand twenty one. Two thousand. Yo, I can't believe it's two thousand twenty one. It's two thousand twenty two. Oh, it is. And the The clock just turned. The, yep. It is twelve. Hey, so woo, ball just dropped. Not mine. <laughs> Still waiting on that. As huh? you can as you can tell <laughs> from my dulcet tones. Two thousand twenty two. And what a year. What a year, brother. It's been. 2021? Yes. Honestly, can we just combine the last two years together? Yeah. It's felt
1: like the longest year of my life. Yeah. It, there there does not appear to be a line of demarcation between 2021, 2022, or 2020 and 2021. All feels like the
0: same old shit. I saw today there's a tweet with like a photo from the Thunder Rosa-Brick Baker match. Yep. From that... St. Patrick's Day episode, that was this year. That was this year. That was this year. That's very impossible. I'm not joking. You're telling me that
1: was not 2020? No. Well, what the fuck? So yeah, this is a year in review, and what yes. a year it was. Now we're gonna have a hard time with this because we're not gonna remember what happened in 2021
0: and what happened in 2020. So forgive us if we uh, mix up some stuff, but I don't think I think I have a pretty good grasp of what happened this year because it's, it's all post Brody.
1: Okay, yes, Brody good Lee point.
0: died about a year ago, in 2020. And that's like the, 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 the delineation for me, is January on. So I think we'll be okay, but it's been a wild last 12 months.
1: Yeah, I mean, AEW is where it is, WWE is where it is, NXT is where it is. And here's where it gets a little CDC tricky. CDC says it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. Here's where we're going to run into problems, is that... Most of the episodes that we've done so far have been about the wild shit that's been going on this year. Mm-hmm. So we did a whole episode about the mass firings and layoffs yeah. in WWE. We did an episode about the death of NXT. Mm-hmm. We did an episode that hasn't aired yet about the Hangman, uh, the Hangman story, mm-hmm. which finally concluded in at least the first part of it. Part okay. of it, yeah, concluded in 2021. So I guess we should we should endeavor to talk about some some 2021 shit that we haven't talked about yet. Mm-hmm.
0: To you, what is the biggest moment of 2021? The biggest moment I'm going to say was all out 2021 the ending. All out 2021. I think the whole show,
1: sure, in a way cuz that was a royal flush, yeah. essentially laid out by Tony Khan. Yeah where he had his shit together, he had his ducks in a row, and he just fucking laid out...
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. Like, I don't know how to play poker, but he... <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think Cameron Grabs or someone at NXT can do it. Do that's Yeah.
1: Today. So he laid out all of his cards. Like, here's my king, here's my queen, here's my... Like, fucking... Everything... Like, every card he laid down was another... Yep. So we had CM Punk's return to pro wrestling. Yes. His first... His return match. We had the debut of Adam Cole... The debut of Brian Danielson, we had Minoru Suzuki, we had...
0: Ruby Soho showed up. Ruby
1: Soho, and we had Satoshi Kojima mm-hmm. showing up from New Japan, which doesn't get a lot of love. I mean, at this point in 2021, we were salivating over Kenta maybe showing up. He showed up this year too. Yes, but my point is to show the difference between 2020 and 2021... Yeah, yeah. and as far as what AEW has delivered and continues to deliver, Mm -hmm. in 2020, we were still like salivating at the idea that somebody from New Japan might show up. Was 2021 Wrestle Kingdom? No, it must have been Wrestle Kingdom 2019 where Jericho wore the belt.
0: That was 2019... 2020, because I was in my previous apartment. Right.
1: Because it was the very beginning of 2020, Mm pre-pandemic. Jericho's there, he wears the title to Wrestle Kingdom... And that's one of the first forbidden door,
0: forbidden keep that, der, keep that in,
1: forbidden door teases. Okay.
0: Yes, they the idea they, that they, they they name it AW, like they, they named it A W on the broadcast. Like it was not this like hidden. Oh, we're not going to mention that belt because we don't have a relationship with that other company.
1: Right, and there was no relationship yet. No, but Moxley had been working in. New Japan, mm-hmm. but hadn't been acknowledged as doing so yep. in AEW. But Jericho showing up with that belt was the first real crack mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in the Forbidden Door. That was the, the WandaVision. Let's not talk about WandaVision again.
0: Who's a Ralph Boner in this?
1: <laughs> the Ralph Boner? The, the tease that went
0: nowhere would be Kenta. It went somewhere. It just didn't go anywhere on TV. It yeah. didn't go on AEW TV. I think the Ralph Boner is... Tanahashi showing up
1: in, the, in that one video package to talk yeah, about Jericho? Yeah, that's, that's it.
0: Yeah. And
1: also, he gave that interview where he talked about when Hangman said he mm-hmm. felt like he was full of poison. Yeah. And Tanahashi was like, I would like to remove the poison from him. I think he's a good guy. And everybody thought that was going to be a thing and yeah. it never... Came. Maybe that was the plan, pre-pandemic, I don't know. But the Jericho thing, yeah. from where we were in 2020, of people just being like, ooh, is Kenta actually going to show up? Yeah. Is Kenta actually going to show up? Now at least before Omicron, we had Minoru Suzuki, Kojima, we had... Uh, oh, Hikaleo. Hikaleo. Yeah, Hikaleo, the... Uh, um, he's tall. Yeah, he's tall. Can't take that away from him. And you, you know what? Can't teach that. Oh, I heard that one. Before. <laughs> all of these guys were showing up and at one point we were all ready to salivate over these little teases like Kenta teased like 50 times showing up before he finally did. Dude, Kenta's is like a
0: master promoter
1: on, on Twitter. Did I send you that promo that Kenta cut about why he deserves to be U.S. champion and it's because he knows how to pronounce shit the American way? No, I didn't know that.
0: I, I don't remember that, no.
1: He's like, uh, he's like, why do I deserve to be U.S. champion? Because I don't say, Walumato. I say, Walmart.
0: <laughs> and he's
1: like, <gasps> just like screaming the names of American brands on the microphone, he's like, Kentucky Fried Chicken. Like he fucking knows how to pronounce it like, a, uh, like an
0: American piece of shit. We're going to get that match, right, him and, uh, him and Phil? Yes. we got to. But to, to your point, 2021 was the year that, I think it's safe to say, a lot of our dream scenarios, like what well, could be, a lot of it happened, right? Yeah. So the year starts off, I think is in February. The year starts off in January. I know that, but... What was up with the new fuck you the New Japan partnership happens early this year, I think maybe February or March, when when it's John Moxley, he gets ambushed by Kenta. It's the first time New Japan is referenced like directly. The US title is is referred to directly on, on Dynamite.
1: Yes, and the first time a New Japan wrestler has showed up on Dynamite, barring the Tanahashi video package appearance from the Chris Jericho anniversary special.
0: Yes. Doesn't count. Doesn't count, no.
1: This was canonically the first time a New Japan wrestler Mm -hmm. showed up on Dynamite and attacked an AEW wrestler. Yeah. And he'd been teasing it for months and months and months and months.
0: He showed up at beach break on February 3rd. He wrestled a match a week later where he teamed with Kenny Omega to defeat Moxley and Archer. Archer also new New Japan uh, He came from New alumni. Japan alumni. Yeah. Um so Kenta shows up, I lose my mind. I think you lost your mind as well. Don't forget the brother Switchblade tease. Yes, which was a post dynamite like YouTube clip between Omega and Kenta Switchblade, who's I think still in the US. Yeah. Which, well, he lives in Florida. They all live in Florida. This is my thing, brother. You have Osprey's been in the U.S. for months at this point. Suzuki was in the U.S. for a while. Um, you could have done Suzuki and Moxley. They um, did do Suzuki and Moxley. I met at the pay-per-view. Oh. Um, in in, in uh, Switchblade and Osprey, like I said, we've both been in the U.S. Switchblade's been on the impact. Yeah. Which, like, what? Huh? <laughs> so the year, last year ended with the Good impact and uh, AEW relationship kind of coming to fruition. Right, so Kenny won the title. Don Callis helped him win the title, and then said, we'll, "We'll be on TNA or Impact on Tuesday." Right. So, 2021, the first what six, seven months of the year, first like three quarters of the year, Impact talent have were on. an AEW wrestler won the Impact title on the first Rampage yeah Um, so you know you asked like what was the biggest moment and there's a lot of moments but I think one defining trait of the year is like this like forbidden door companies working together because it wasn't just Impact we had NWA lending people to AEW uh, vice versa as well I suppose eventually we would see later in the year the Briscoe show up in GCW. And we didn't know what was going to happen to a Ring of Honor, but um, the year, there's so many things we, we we have to get through. As I say this, like, where do we start? Let's start with WWE. Okay. Right? Because I feel like that's probably like the, there's not a lot to say there. Well, WWE feels
1: weirdly stagnant. I mean, Roman Reigns has been champion the whole year.
0: Yep. Almost a year and a half at this point.
1: Yeah, he is unstoppable. Mm -hmm. I mean, we thought we were going to get the Cesaro push. (laughs) Remember? He had
0: a Mania match. He had a Mania match.
1: He beat Seth Rollins. It was a good match. Yes. I mean, I would say one of the great WWE moments this year was Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks having a better match than Cesaro and Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. That match is so good. The women's main event, so great. Incredible. The best women's match I have seen since Bayley and Sasha. Yep. I think. Mm-hmm. Which, to take nothing away from the other amazing matches that we've seen in the last year, to your point, yep. Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As over as... Uh, Becky Lynch was 2020, right? 2019 and 2020?
0: Yeah. Uh, Becky was 2019... Into 2020 at WrestleMania, no? 2020 WrestleMania was a pandemic WrestleMania.
1: Yeah, didn't she wrestle... 2019 is the one you're thinking about. No, she wrestled Shayna at WrestleMania 2020. She drove a big truck into an empty parking lot. You, you, is that a great moment to you? No, I'm just saying <laughs> that was that was all we got of Becky Lynch, who was their hottest uh, yeah, star yeah, going yeah, into Sorry, my bad. So she wrestled Shayna. Then the next night, announced she was pregnant and bailed. It wasn't the next night. It was very soon after. Yeah,
0: it was after Money in the Bank.
1: Okay, so like a month later. Give or take. So, Becky's gone. WWE went through a period where they did a ton of those weird... Oh, okay, we're getting into 2020 again, but WWE's <laughs> 2020, frankly, is much more interesting than their 2021. Yeah. Because their 2020 is full of wild shit. Like, they did a lot of cinematic matches. They did uh, Money in the Bank 2020 where they were fighting in Titan Towers. Ray lost his eye. Yeah, Ray lost his eye. Uh, Baron Corbin threw guys off the roof and they died.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, we got Oscar dancing in the elevator for some reason. Like, it was bad. Uh, yeah, but it was at least interesting in a weird sure. way. Like we got the weird fucking fiend and Alexa Bliss shit, which nobody liked. But twenty twenty one has felt so weird and stagnant and stale because they're not even doing
0: wild shit anymore. It's it's just treading water. Yeah. Well, I mean, part of th- that issue. I know this might be controversial. Like, it's because of Roman. I mean, you you're not not elevating anyone. Like, they don't elevate people to begin with. But especially if you've got this dominant heel champion where he's never going to be made to look weak. Um, Talk about a glass ceiling. It's not a glass ceiling. It is
1: a Samoan ceiling. Yeah. Like, it is very visible, and it's Roman Reigns, and nobody's breaking through it.
0: And, and I'm sure they have hopes for, like, The Rock. And I'm sure they have hopes for, like, these, like, returning legends. But, like, they're building nobody. Nope. Even Drew, who they... Pushed in 2020, and I guess he was popular. People like him. Uh, Drew's not being Roman. I feel bad for Drew because Drew
1: was really getting over, but he had to have his big dominant run in front of no fans. And then he got, this year at WrestleMania in 2021, Mm -hmm. he got to have his shot against Bobby Lashley in front of fans and lost. And everybody thought, oh, well, Bobby Lashley's just going to be a transitional champion to get the title back on Drew because we want to redo the coronation in front of fans because it sucks that Drew was supposed to get his big coronation last year and didn't get it in front of fans, but then he went on to essentially carry us through the pandemic era as a pretty good world champion and didn't get it. Lost to Lashley and then did nothing. Then went on to feud with Jinder Mahal. Yeah, so...
0: I mean, there's so much, like, classic WWE in what you just said about people, like, stars having a push. But then, like, let's say losing the title and then he'll be not knowing what to do with them and making them feel like nothing. And and, and I'm sure Drew doesn't feel like nothing to most people. But when you have him challenge for the world title, he wins it for nobody. And he has this opportunity, right, to to win in front of the audience. Yep. And he doesn't win it. And... He, he has an opportunity to win it from Bobby Lashley,
1: who had zero momentum exactly. going into it. Mm-hmm. He had been a mid-card, like, nothing. A mid-card heel guy. Yes. Who, who, to be fair, Bobby Lashley really did excel yes. when they put him in the main event spot. For sure. I would, I would argue that Bobby was probably a better choice for champion than Drew. I would
0: have done the match at Mania. I mean, like, this is the, the. They had given the belt to Bobby, like, only, you know, a handful of weeks before. So then you're building to this match where Drew, on paper, probably should win. Right. right. Or you kill.
1: Like, either you neuter the new champion. Yes. Or you neuter the guy who you clearly want to be a long term top guy. Yeah. I think Bobby Lashley was doing great work and surprised a lot of people with how good he was in that. Top heel role, mm-hmm. which shouldn't have surprised anybody who watched him in Impact because he was really good as a top heel in Impact. But okay, Bobby's in this role. He's really good. So either you derail that or you derail, derail Drew. Yeah. Which is the classic WWE thing of these guys probably shouldn't wrestle, but we're going to make him wrestle. Yes. And
0: so, I mean, I don't know where, you know, Drew's ending this year. Who's he feuding with? I think it's got to be Roman, right? I think that's... I mean, he's not feuding with him right now. I mean, Roman's wrestling Brock. I think Drew maybe wins the Rumble and challenges Roman. I don't know what else we're doing. I think we're doing Brock and Roman again. (sighs) This is like... That's the online scuttlebutt. Is like, it's... This match at day one, um, which has happened by the time you'll hear this, um, it's all... It seems like they're just going to do a rematch of Mania, and this is the Mania program, but like, Huh? They've already wrestled like five times, dude. They've been
1: feuding. I mean, this year. <laughs> I think yeah, it's been like they've been feuding
0: since twenty fifteen. Yeah, but Brock is a top knot now. I do like the Brock Lesnar uh, <laughs> uh, gear, the, the look he's the got going. Farm boy Brock Lesnar. Yeah, I don't ever want to hear him talk about, you know, politics. But bro, like he, I think he looks pretty good. You know, it's it's a it's a nice rebrand of a guy who's been stale. Yes, wearing the same
1: shorts since twenty thirteen. Yeah. But like, yes, I, I am enjoying the new Brock Lesnar look, but he's yeah. still
0: but fuck, what what are we doing here? Is the end game of the Roman like if he if, if he's still Suplex City and we're still doing this fucking program. I I need I need you
1: and I need whoever is can actually help me to yeah. to, to listen to what I'm about to say Tell and me. answer this question. Preach. We've been trying to build Roman Reigns into the top guy. Since, what, 2014? Yeah, make Roman strong. Okay. So we've been trying to get Roman Reigns to where he is now in 2021 for seven years. years. Mm -hmm. Okay. We tried to get him there by having him beat Brock Lesnar a couple different times. He did beat Brock a couple times, Mm -hmm. and Brock beat him a couple times. And none of it got him there. The only time Roman got hot is when he got away from Brock. Yes. Okay, so we've spent seven years getting Roman Reigns to this point where he's getting the reactions you want him to get. Yes. And whether or not he's stale, he's doing the best work of his career. Agreed? For sure, yeah. Okay, so... Yeah, and he's
0: stale because the company doesn't know the what book, to do. the booking yeah.
1: is stale, but his performances are... Totally fine. Okay. Yeah, very good. So we've spent seven years trying to get Roman here. Uh-huh. Are we really? The argument is that Roman's finally where he is, so of course we can't put anybody else over Roman and throw away all that work. Are we really going to throw away that work to put the title back on Brock Lesnar, who we've been trying to get Roman to beat since 2014? Is that really the end game here? To use the culmination of seven years of work on Roman Reigns to
0: get Brock Lesnar over again? It's WWE, so if there's a 50 50 chance. <laughs> Listen, I, I'm never a fan of doing. a a Mania match three months before the Mania match which is what they're doing and you know it's going to be a fuck finish because it's WWE this is an AEW it's WWE they're going to have like some like swerve or a DQ something where they think oh we're um, creating excitement anticipation controversy creates cash yeah it doesn't Uh, not in this case at least that's what the finish will be. That'll be the main event probably of that day one show, and you're gonna you're gonna end it with like a fart, essentially. Yeah. And so to your point, it's just all just building up so that Brock is the guy, because like I mean Roman's the guy, he's the guy now, so he should probably beat Brock. Even though he already beat Brock. Even though he already beat Brock, like Fair. a month ago. Yes. Um, what are we doing? What are we doing? And and this is even besides the point, which is, Roman's been the guy for seven to eight years. The Rock, we're going to use this, you know, uh, analogy, whatever, comparison point. Rock was on top 98 to 2003. That's five years. And that was it. Yeah. Austin, 97, 98 to 2003. You can't do math. It's about five years as well. Yeah. Uh, they, being the company, um, for better or worse, have like, we're going to have a guy, a top guy, for several, almost a decade. Cena was that guy, right? For, 15 years. 15 years or so. Roman's
1: already at seven. He's half, yeah, they spent seven years getting him to where John
0: Cena was in 2005, but yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and who's the next guy? Like, I mean, broad breaker, I guess, right? Like, if you're looking beyond the main roster, because like, I think the main roster, they're all very talented people. It's a wasteland. It's, 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 Nobody it's has toast. any momentum. Yeah, it's no, toast. You can't. Um, I mean, it,
1: a perfect example is Big E, right? Who yeah. has been there for a long time. People have been waiting for him to get his shot. He's WWE champion, not even universal champion. Yeah. He's got the belt that Hogan had and Bruno had and Austin and everybody else had and he feels sure. like nothing. Yeah. Which is not his fault. He's doing perfectly good work. Sure. He's doing, I mean, he's doing as, as good as he can with what he's been given. But it feels like nothing because nobody feels like anything. Nobody. Except
0: Roman. Except Roman. But even in my argument about that would be like, yeah, but even Roman to me, personal opinion is like, it's the same thing every week. Yeah, it's not
1: going anywhere. It's not going anywhere. It's, it, like, it's great work, but it's not going anywhere. It mm-hmm. doesn't mean anything. Yeah. So, yes, it, the question who is going to be next is kind of immaterial. It doesn't matter who's next because Gilbert. yeah, Goldberg. Next. <laughs> yeah, Goldberg.
0: You yeah, know, Goldberg. a match that. on his contract. You oh, motherfucker. I mean, we Go- never did Roman and Goldberg, right? Nope. Never that's, did Roman. Uh, that's Rumble Rumble pay per view. That's the guy who
1: beats who beats uh, Roman. Yeah, maybe he needs a taser. To, to be fair, Roman still hadn't gotten his big coronation win over Brock Lesnar. Like, the big dominant win. You know who got that? Oh. Drew!
0: Oh, Drew. Sorry. Yeah, Drew. He you beat, you beat Brock, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, and they'd spent years being like, well, who's going to... If it was Drew, Drew beat him in, like, a minute and a half. Wait, did Roman never beat Brock? He never got, like, the clean dominant
0: win that Drew got. I mean, let's say 2015... He lost yes. right seth oh seth yes 2016 is the triple h match yep oof 2017's taker Yep. 2018 was brock again where he bleeds and he loses which was insane we all thought he was gonna win 2019 is the what's 2019 is that Drew? That's Drew. Yes. Because he's he, he had the cancer. He beats Drew. Yes. Yeah. He beats cancer and beat Drew. Yes. Uh, it's a handicap match. Yeah. And then 2020, he wasn't on the Mania 2020, was he? No, he was supposed to have Goldberg,
1: but. Co- uh, COVID. COVID, yeah. So he didn't get his big moment of beating Brock.
0: Fuck me, man. Why do we need this moment? <laughs> it already happened. We don't even need the moment. I know we don't need the moment, but, but it he's just. fine. No one's going to think he's more over because he beat Brock.
1: But the point is that Drew got to beat Rock. Drew got the moment. Yeah, because Drew's not a little
0: bitch and <laughs> front of COVID. You cancer guy. Cancer guy. It's a joke. I don't mean it. But but my point is that
1: we all were waiting for Roman to get that moment. He didn't Who's get that moment. We
0: all. I got, I'm really upset with your choice of words here. I'm not saying we're all like chomping Vince, at the Vince, Vince is waiting to do this. No, no, no. We
1: were all just wanting so it can be over. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because... We knew, or we thought, that if if Roman beat Brock, then the status quo where Brock is always champion and never round is over. And Drew wound up doing it, so Drew beat Brock, and then Brock was gone for a year. Yes. So in a way, Brock was gone. Drew broke the curse. Whatever. Now Brock is back. So I, when I say we were ready for it, I don't mean we wanted to the moment.
0: We just wanted the existing moment to end. But yeah, also, I mean, to be, to be, you know, all jokes aside, the story that they're telling was they want you to have this moment. Like, they want you to anticipate this moment yeah. When yeah, yeah. Roman topples uh, Lesnar. Now, it's a seven-year story. Not a good seven-year story. Not with a talent that was garnering the reactions that they wanted him to get. All the while, having a champion... Not I don't think this is controversial at all. Did more damage than good during his, you know, twenty sixteen to twenty nineteen period. The booking of him did way more damage to the roster than it was like everything wrong with Super Cena booking
1: times. Well, I don't know if it was worse than Super Cena booking because Cena was on the
0: show and also cutting everybody's knees out. Sure, but I can also come up with a number of guys who still were kind of over when Cena was... Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And that that may not even be an issue necessarily with the booking of John Cena or Brock Lesnar. It may just be an issue of, like, how the rest of the show is booked and how the rest of the talents are booked. It's neither here nor there. This year, that we're you know, 2022, we're starting the second match, right? Because they did the match in Saudi Arabia... We're doing Brock and Roman again. They just wrestled.
1: They so, just wrestled. So, so Brock and Roman three.
0: No, like seven. What the fuck? Well, I mean happen. I mean two for this current run. For this current
1: run. Okay. Yeah. No, it's... Yes, it's two for this current
0: and run. And we're going to get three by Mania. So it's a wasteland. It's a wasteland for a lot of reasons. The booking for sure. It's a wasteland because they fired like 80 people this year. I don't, I don't see anyone on the horizon who's going to catch fire. More importantly than that. That they're gonna go with. So I see all the time people
1: asking the question, well, who would you wanna see in AEW from WWE? And there's always plenty of answers, mm-hmm. right? And then I've seen the opposite question asked, who do you wanna see from AEW and WWE? And the answer is nobody. Mm-hmm. We don't wanna see anybody new in WWE. So things are dire in 2021 to the point that the question isn't even, who could we bring in? Mm-hmm. Who can we bring in to revitalize interest? The answer is nobody. Whoever we bring into the situation is going to have everything interesting about them drained
0: away by virtue of them being in the situation. A Case in point, uh, this will maybe serve as a bit of a segue between the two companies, well, December 2020, unpronounced to us, WWE had reached out to, to Punk. And like there was some level of conversation going on between those two.
1: We don't know if it was a... Serious offer.
0: Yeah, well, we can have nothing serious for Punk. But there was some level of, like, courting of, like, interest between the two. Well, this is after Backstage goes off the air, right? Yes, that sounds right. So, I'm thinking to myself, all right, so let's say they got Punk. January 2021. Mm -hmm. There's a rumble. He returns to nobody besides the Thunderdome. Right. And he would have, what, probably wrestled Roman. I guess. Right, because that just, Heyman's there. But he would have been sucked of any by this one, December 2021, a year later. He would have quit 10 times. He would have quit. Also, there's a chance he could have released him, judging how they released Braun Strowman, Bray Wyatt, people with big money contracts who are not young and are seen to be kind of problematic. Difficult to work with, sorry. Right he would have theoretically been released, potentially released. So this company is in trouble, not financially, obviously. We know that they're fine. It's they can't create stars. And if they do, it doesn't kind of really matter because they're not so interested in like that. They say they are, but
1: they're not. It's not even that they can't create stars. It's that they can't maintain stars, They have no way of synthesizing and using star power. Mm -hmm. It's like the very concept of stardom is foreign to them. It's not just that they won't get people hot. It's that the mechanism that they have in place siphons out and filters out heat immediately. Mm -hmm. What they have is a system that is completely, seemingly designed to
0: extract heat Mm -hmm. from whatever they have going. So, maintaining... Stardom, not the company, is an interesting point because I'm, No, how many months are we into the punk run? Four? They still, in the presentation of him, present him like he's a big deal, right? He was just on Dynamite. You know, punk's at Daily Place for the first time. Right. And they give him the, the in-ring time. It's just him. Spotlight's on him. The commentators talk, talk him up like, he's still a big deal four months in. I don't for a second believe if he showed up at the Rumble, Mm -hmm. he would have gotten the first (laughs) couple of weeks of like, you know, Punk's on on Raw. He would have
1: gotten to beat Ricochet in 20 seconds or something, yeah.
0: But by four months in, he would have been not treated like a big deal. That's just, and it is about the treatment of your talent, And, and so when we talk about the lower card, you go down the card in WWE, like... Well, you got Biggie, you got Roman, you got Drew, you got Seth, Bobby, right? Maybe that's it. Yeah. And then everybody else, and I'm including, and Randy, I guess, everybody else. I'm including Riddle in this one, too. They're just, they're just guys, right? Because they're not meant to be important. To quote Phil, just another spoke on the wheel. Yeah. So, you know, we're not even talking about NXT, right? So, NXT, as, as discussed. Well, we have to talk about NXT. Was gutted. Yes, and we did a whole episode about it. Yeah. Um, I don't know who's going to catch fire. Braun? Braun, yeah. That's yeah. about it. And my prediction, mm-hmm. I'm going to say this, maybe not this, not in 2022, but in 2023, that guy's not going to be in that company. I just don't see it. Because the company hasn't shown me the ability to capitalize on a talent. Keith Lee, perfect example. They loved Keith Lee. We even saw that backstage footage mm-hmm. of
1: Vince McMahon yeah. meeting Keith Lee and being like drooling over him, like "My God, look at you!"
0: Yeah. If and only he puked and then you know, <laughs> the entire main. Hey, yeah, I can away. fart on command, and Vince is like, yo ho." Do you want to be? Do you want to be part of the writing staff? <laughs> yeah, but no, Keith Lee, perfect example, like. He's what they wanted. Carrie Cross. Carrying Cross. What they wanted. Scarlet. What they want. We all want Scarlett. But <laughs> subscribe. Yeah. Is she? Uh... Never mind. Um, I'll ask you off air. So the answer is yes. Okay. So Braun Breaker. Here's the issue of Bron Breaker. The name sucks. The name's bad. That's not even the problem. The Maybe problem that's is a problem. The problem is one, they don't know how to capitalize on talent. Two, he'll be put on the main roster. He won't be. Uh, he'll have flaws. Obviously, he'll have shortcomings. They won't get past it, they'll lose interest, and then he's going to be nothing. I'm not even including the fact that his uncle's Scott Steiner, which, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm sure Triple H might feel a certain type of way about the Steiners. So, I just don't see him, like, actually reaching the height that he should. And it won't surprise me if in 2023 my ma- my man Rex Steiner shows up on AEW, because that's, the Steiner's are WCW... Institution, yeah. yeah. it's not WWE, so I'm, I'm just putting it out there, prediction. But um, outside of Braun, Breaker, not Strowman, what, Grayson Waller, who's like the Miz, right?
1: Yeah, because at this point we're talking about a lot of the people that prior to 2021 we would have assumed would have been mainstays are gone. Yes. That includes much of the heart and soul of NXT. hmm Gargano's gone Cole is gone O'Reilly's gone Fish is gone
0: yeah.
1: Keith Lee is gone yeah. Karrion Cross is gone
0: Aleister Black is gone yeah.
1: Yes Andrade is gone Andrade is gone yeah. so So many former NXT Total champions Cotto is gone How do we Pour one out But So many of the former NXT champions mm-hmm. Are gone The future of the company Which is what NXT Supposedly was All gone And Champa is like 40 And held together By scotch tape <laughs> So he's not going to be around for much longer. It's a real question as to where do we go from here? Like, where do they even go? I mean, you could bring in... I mean, let's say WWE makes a huge play for somebody like Wardlow. They could bring Wardlow in, but can they do anything with him? I don't think they would get it. Though. No. I mean, I mean, it. what's there to get about Wardlow? I mean, he looks the way he looks and wrestles the way he wrestles, and that's pretty
0: much all there is. I think he has a cool factor. Right on AEW he has a cool factor and he's in a storyline that will help him he's not going to get that he's definitely not going to get a storyline that's going to help him
1: No, I mean they might put him in as like the Miz's bodyguard or something and that's probably what they'll try to do if they bring in a Wardlow they're going to try to replicate the MJF dynamic with Miz and it'll get over a little bit Mm. because Wardlow looks the way he looks and acts the way he acts but it's just going to be a lesser version of what we've already seen
0: They'll make him cut his hair. It'll be all strange. But
1: One of my favorite Jim Cornette stories is his champion when he was running OVW was, uh, I think, Danny Basham. Okay. Who at the time was a heel and had, like, long Shawn Michaels-ass hair. Uh-huh. And he worked a dark match for WWE, and they shaved his head. Yeah. And he showed up one day, and Jim Cornette was like, what the fuck happened? He's like, oh, they wanted to see how I would look bald, and, I shaved my, and they made me shave my head. Mm. So he called Johnny Ace, and he's like... You can't um, you can't use your imagination. <laughs> you gotta shave my heel champion's hair. You couldn't give me two
0: weeks so I could book a hair versus hair match or fucking something. How about like a bald cap? I mean, those exist. Those are things. Yeah. Yeah. So WWE's future creatively is—I mean, it's been a question for a while. But like, when you cut most of your roster, it seems like, and you're not interested in. Keeping stars. It's going to be a problem. I don't know what they're going to do in a couple years. Because, like, Roman doesn't seem like he's going to be there forever. Roman seems like he wants to go to Hollywood. Drew's not young. No, Drew's 40, right? Or 38? He's in his late 30s. Seth, I guess that's your guy, because he's not going to Hollywood. Uh (laughs) Um, I mean,
1: Seth and Becky, they're putting a lot of eggs in that basket, right? That family. I mean, she had an egg, and she gave birth to it. (laughs) But to your point, yes. I mean, it, I, I remember even thinking a couple of years ago when they did... Do you remember the Royal Rumble? I think it's the one that Nakamura won.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Where it came down to... Oh, old school, new school? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And the new school guys were like a year younger than the old school guys. Cause it was like <laughs> it was like Cena at 41. Yeah. And was it Mysterio?
0: And Cena, R- Mysterio... Orton, was right? Rand- was uh, Roman in there? Yeah, maybe. Okay.
1: But Cena and Mysterio are, were at the time both in their early... 40s, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And then on the opposite side of the ring, it's Nakamura and Balor who are both like 39. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, well, I mean. Uh, yeah. And of course, we wound up like, there's a whole like lost generation of stars who should have been bigger than they were, Nakamura yep. and Balor especially. Those two guys have been in WWE for the last year doing nothing. Nakamura has spent most of the last year as IC champion, right? I don't. Is he champion? I think he is or was. Cool,
0: cool, 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 cool. Um,
1: Balor was NXT champion uh-huh. for like a year, like a long ass time. Too long, someone
0: would say. Yeah.
1: And now he's back in the main roster doing nothing. So
0: He would wrestle Roman in the, in the top rope. Yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so that, I mean, we talked about the big, like, what's the defining moment of AEW in 2021. I think the defining moment of WWE in 2021 is that match. Where where you had the chance to do something and then chose to not do anything based on also nothing.
0: I, you know, I'm gonna, uh, I respect that choice. My moment that defines WWE is Randy and Bray. That match and that ending. Where Bray gets burned alive? No, 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 no. This is at Mania where he like loses by distraction, seemingly building to maybe like Alexa versus Bray in some sort of feud. Not obviously wrestling, but... Um, you know, with their but, magic powers. Yeah, and then Bray goes off TV for a few months, and then he gets released. Comes back, gets burned alive. or no, no, no. The was... Burned Alive was before. That's right, of course. Yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. Get your Bray Wyatt... Uh, My Bray Lord. ...canon in order. To me, that's like the moment that defines it, because it was Randy Wins again, LOL. Uh-huh. It's this awful storyline. Where there's like... Metaphysical horror show bullshit.
1: This is a storyline where somebody has already been burned alive yes. and it's not over.
0: It's, it's at mania, okay? And then there's no follow up. Yeah. Is there anything more WWE than Randy wins, no follow up, stupid, crazy bullshit that you can't build a match to? I mean, it's
1: very similar. It's a lot of this, it's the same spirit, I think, as the Balor versus Roman thing. Sure. Because we bring back the demon after like five years of doing nothing sure. with it. He comes back, he does the thing that we've never had before, where the lights start flashing and the heartbeat starts going during the match, and Finn is, like, pumping his butt into the air. Yeah, same. During the match, never happened before, will never happen again, but the lights have revived him, Mm -hmm. it calls him to hulk up, he climbs on the top rope, the rope collapses because of nothing, Mm -hmm. he falls off and gets speared and loses, and that was it.
0: I hope he didn't re-sign Listen, we have named a lot of bad things. Yes. Of the in the last year of WWE. What's what's one positive thing you can say? Not like a joking positive, like an actual positive. An actual
1: positive? We have finally gotten to see Roman Reigns perform to his potential.
0: I think that's fair.
1: That's something we got to see Big E mm-hmm. have a, a singles run which anywhere else would have been even five years ago in WWE would have meant more. Even two years ago in WWE would have meant more. Yes.
0: We got to see uh, Bianca and Sasha
1: kill it. Yep. So what we're seeing in WWE is we always say they make moments. Or they always say they make moments. Yeah. Right? And that's honestly true. They don't try to, I don't think. But, also, it's because they don't know how to tell the story. Right, right. But the thing is we'll have these these memories, these snapshots. And mm-hmm. one is Bianca versus Sasha. Uh, Roman in the, uh, the great Hell in a Cell match. Mm-hmm you know, attacking Jimmy Uso to make Jay Uso Mm -hmm. give up, that was great. Big E having his moment finally, even something as small as Woods getting to be King of the Ring, because we, you know, he's said for years that that was his big career goal. So having kind of like a mini Kofi mania based around Xavier Woods was pretty cool. Yeah. Some stuff in RK Bro has been kind of to you or to other people to other people I think some people like it but yeah it's it's small stuff it's small stuff but there have been so many bad like we're getting away with now because I was just going to say like so many of these there have been so many good moments and then I just remembered a hundred bad moments like fucking Becky coming back and yeah ruining Bianca's momentum and anyway yes uh Things like Bianca versus Sasha, the Hell in Cell with Roman, Cesaro getting his moment at WrestleMania—like mm-hmm. there have been good moments.
0: Samoa moment Joe and a uh, poncho—that <laughs> was a big moment. There, there, yeah. Obviously, there are a lot. There are moments, right? They're not stories in AEW. There's moments for sure, but there are also stories there as well. So moments are part of stories, yeah. there, yeah. What are you hopeful for? For WWE, NXT, whatever, that company.
1: So, my hope for them in 2022? Yes. A sale?
0: Yeah. I think that sale doesn't happen until 2023 just because of their TV deals. I think it, be- it becomes a little bit messy. I,
1: when I say a sale, it doesn't necessarily have to be a sale. It has to be a major shakeup, a major sea change. So, I don't want necessarily. I don't want to wish death on Vince McMahon, but it has to be something of that scale. It has to be fucking a sale of the company. It has to be Vince McMahon stepping down or dying or you know a major acquisition or a major rights acquisition. No, like an acquisition of the company. Gotcha.
0: Because there's no, no, there's no talent that's fixing this company.
1: No, 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 no. It, it's, it's, it's too far gone at this yeah. point. So that's what I'm saying. It has to be something so huge that no seismic shift... I don't care if Steve Austin shows up. It's 1997 Stone Cold Steve Austin. Mm-hmm. Pre-neck injury. Hasn't been pile-driven yet. Yes. Stone Cold Steve Austin shows up in a time machine. He ain't fixing this. No. So it has to be something like that. It has to be fucking... The Rock has purchased the control, you know, a consortium yeah. headed by The Rock has purchased a controlling interest in WWE, mm-hmm. or WWE has sold to NBC Universal, or Vince McMahon is stepping down. Even if Vince McMahon steps down in favor of Nick Khan, that's something. Yeah. It, it has to be something big. No small incremental change at this point will yeah. do anything.
0: This isn't a prediction or a wish or anything, but I mean, 2021 has been the, it's the opposite of coronation. Deposition, sure of Triple H. Deposing, I guess. Yeah, the overthrowing. The, minimizing, the king has been overthrown. Yeah, the king the minimizing of, kings. of Triple H's role. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a cardiac event that happened, which seems to be the reason he's not been around. A cardiac event, not a heart attack.
1: No. A When well, you know when you have a cardiac event, they take you to a medical facility.
0: Yeah, of course. Um, with a WWE official, not a referee. <laughs> yes. So, I you know I don't want to speculate on like what the hell... That was, I mean, this is wrestling, I don't trust anybody, but his NXT is gone. And and by the way, this happened when he was gone. Yes. Right? We've got Sean in there doing TV, mm-hmm. I suppose. All of his guys, all of his boys, right? We yep. t- like to say Triple H's boy. Only ones left standing are what? Ciampa. Ciampa. Pete Dunn. Dun. But, I mean, Balor's doing whatever on the main roster. Riddle's doing whatever on the main roster. Like Owens is around. Owens re-signed. So, I mean, this year, yes, it was like the death of NXT as we know it. More importantly, it's like, where, where does Hunter fit into this company in a creative capacity, an executive capacity going forward? Because we all thought for years, right? Mm-hmm. Vince is going to go. Triple H will take over creative that vision and then maybe the business stuff will be run by somebody who knows that run business stuff. A Nick Khan or a Nick Khan type. Yeah. Half of that seems like it might happen. The other half
1: seems like who knows. It's just weird to imagine him in the Pat Patterson
0: role instead of the Vince role because yes. that's what we all that's what everybody including uh, Vince thought was going to sure, happen. Sure. But and Maybe he ends up being like a Michael Hayes type where like he is Vince's right hand or whoever's right hand guy but it's, it's so weird to think if we had this conversation in 2017, 2018, hey, in three or four years, Hunter, one, he'll have a cardiac event, <laughs> but he's really, he, he's going to have very little power Yeah, uh, relative to what he has now. Senior producer, Hunter Hearst Homsley yeah. yeah. It's um, catastrophic. It's crazy to think that. And, and I mean, AEW is a big reason, but it's really Vince is the reason. I mean, main roster, Kevin Dunn, Bruce Pritchard. They're the reasons why guys from NXT were not given the same opportunities that we would have hoped right. that they would be given.
1: Uh, you have to imagine that your Bruce Pritchards and your Johnny Aces and your whoever
0: else. Oh fuck! They rehired Johnny Ace too. Yep, that's another like side that Triple H's uh, yeah. fortunes were.
1: Like the last straw would be. Uh,
0: Bill DeMott's back, right? Like, yeah.
1: <laughs> like, where it we're well, regressed this
0: far. The last straw, I mean, I heard someone on, like, YouTube, and I think Kevin Owens even talked about it, is like, a rebrand. Like, if you get a rebrand, like, you may want to get rid of that name because you're instantly going to compare it to the previous NXT. hmm And, like, that's not... It's going to be unfavorable.
1: Yeah. Because it used to be a good show.
0: Think, yeah, that and plus, like, I, I can see Vince saying, like, well... That wasn't really my creation, so let's let's put it let's give it a different name. Right. He did with ECW. Right. Yeah. He made it NXT. Yeah. But then NXT changed. Um, so my I, my hope for next year for WWE is I want them to pick three guys and three women. Push them. Push them and <laughs> have stories for them, and that's I think the biggest one of the biggest issues in that company is that no one's got a story. So what is Roman's story?
1: He's, he's the champion. He's, he's the champion. head of the table. He's right. a champion for... I mean, it's the... You know the old story about uh, Bob Holly? You know, somebody asked him what you would do.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He was like, well, I would make myself champion and beat everybody. Like, that's what everybody's plan is for being, you know, for booking the territory. Yeah. That's what they really did with Roman.
0: Yeah. But, what, what are these people... What are these characters' stories? Like, we watch AEW. We watch New Japan. Like, most of the people on TV have some story. And it's not just a story.
1: The story is a symptom or a cue that there's a plan. There are right? no plans. Right? That's the problem. Because people are in stories, but the stories are divorced from any kind of larger plan. Yeah. So, Karrion Cross was in a story with Jeff Hardy, but... <laughs> well, and it was a bad
0: story to begin with.
1: Like, yes, but my point is that being in a story, I mean, Baron Corbin was in a story. Baron Corbin was in the longest term story of 2021 where he lost all his money and became a high-rolling,
0: fun-loving gambler. The most interesting he's ever been.
1: Yeah, but I mean, that story for Baron Corbin is the longest term yeah. story they've done in 2021 and it's fucking nothing. Yeah. I mean, it just as an exercise – you said three men and three women yeah, yeah, who so. are not Becky or Roman, right? Because oh, sure. Becky and Roman are figured and in.
0: And Charlotte's not included in that either.
1: And Randy, who's the... Yeah, yeah. brand new guy. I want to do... People who haven't been in the main event yet. Yes. So three men, three women.
0: Okay. Braun Breaker. Breaker. Yep. I'm going to include him because I don't think he counts as a main eventer. Sami Zayn. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say... Mm, Riddle. Riddle. Okay. Yeah. For the women... EO, if you want to keep her, EO. Yeah. People seem to like live in Oregon, so we'll do that. And uh, Shotzi. And I don't even even like Shotzi, but Shotzi. I think that's enough new people. and, And if there's a guy or a gal who's not new, they've at least never been utilized to their full capacity.
1: Yeah, because I was going to say a lot of the same people, but I was going to put in Bianca in my list of women, even though she was champion this year, but it fucking went nowhere, so I
0: don't think it should count. Sure. Those are the people that I would push on, like, Raw Smackdown, right? But you need, you need stories. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm not, I don't even think Liv in her current babyface role is the role that I would push her in. I think, you know, I don't to be, like, crass here. She's too hot to be... <laughs> sympathetic? Sympathetic, yeah. It's like Mandy Rose, why, I mean, she's a heel now, but, like... Why would you push that as a big face? Like that's that is a heel.
1: Hey, you know who would have been a good uh, good choice? Chad Gable. Who? Chad Gable.
0: Chad Gable. Yeah, I don't think he's gonna be in the company for much <laughs> longer. But yeah, we, we were
1: talking about this beforehand, and we gotta we gotta start talking about AEW yeah, right yeah. quick because we're almost at an hour. But we talked about predictions. We yes. talked about who you would focus on. Mm-hmm. Who are people that are absolutely gone from WWE in the next year? Predictions for twenty twenty two. This means next year, right? Yeah. This means released as well.
0: Released. Quit. Fired, Not resigned. Died. All right. Damn, this is... Because they've released so many people, I don't ah, even know, I know anymore. Okay, I want to say it. Yeah. This is the big one. Uh-huh. Finn Balor. I agree. Finn, Finn Balor would be on my list. He's too expensive, he's too old for them, and he's not big enough. You're, they fire, bring a wife for much less. So, I think Finn's gone. If I'm Finn, you look at the lay of land, I would have been in Japan first.
1: Finn theoretically, has made a shit ton of money in the he's last good. six years.
0: He's good. Whatever. Like, he's made millions of dollars for six years. He sold a lot of merch, but I think Finn's gone. I think... I think Charlotte's gone.
1: I was gonna say, by hook or by crook, Sh-
0: Charlotte Charlotte's is gone. By hook? <laughs> um, I think Charlotte is is definitely possibility. I don't know if she goes to AEW, though. I don't think she goes to AEW. I don't know if she wants to wrestle. Maybe she does. Charlotte
1: herself does not want to be a wrestler. She is wrestling because her dead brother was trying to be a wrestler yeah. when he died. So, uh, and I'm sure she has complicated feelings because wrestling ruined her dad. Monster. Yeah. 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 Save that for the Charlotte episode. But yeah, Charlotte probably is maybe in the Braun Strowman situation where yeah. she's in a weird spot where... Braun and I, uh, She like... costs too much money for some other place to bring in and she yeah. doesn't have the... Uh, probably the artistic interest or the personal yeah. you know, passion to do this. I don't know, maybe she takes a couple of years off, maybe she comes back to WWE or goes to AEW after a couple of years. Back. I mean,
0: like, if I'm Tony, like, you want to suss out if she's actually a problem backstage, but if she's not really the big of a problem, maybe it's an environment thing, like Punk's yeah. seemingly was an environment thing, maybe then you you look into it. But the other person who is hopefully gone by the, by the end of the sentence mm-hmm. is Shayna Baszler. Mm-hmm. She needs to get the fuck out of that company. There's no reason for her to be there. They're not pushing her. She has always been the second yep. person mm-hmm. to whoever, like she's in a program with or tagging with. She's gone. She's also too old, mm-hmm. and I know she costs a lot of money, but they don't. She has not fit their mold. My hope, mm-hmm. last person, Ricochet. But I got, I got
1: one before we we move on to yeah. AW, which we have to do. AJ Styles. I think AJ. He said a number of times this was his last contract. Yes. It's is it up in the next
0: year? I don't think so. I thought he, so he signed a three-year in 2016. He probably re-upped in 2019. I don't think it was a three-year deal. I think it was a five-year deal. Well, I That's when they started doing five years.
1: Well, he said his last year, his last... Before he signed the last one, said his next contract was going to be his last contract. So he's, it's costing them a lot of money to keep AJ Styles on the roster, and he
0: is not what they want. He's also not being pushed in the main event. If you're paying someone that much money, you need him to be somewhat at the main event level, and he hasn't been the last year or so.
1: I get the sort of feeling about AJ Styles that I get from Chris Jericho in AEW, Mm. which is like, all right, well, we have this guy. Clearly, we're not going to continue to use him in a tippy-top spot anymore, so we're just going to keep him around, and at some point, that's going to land him on the chopping block. Because the same thing as Finn Balor. We're paying this guy a lot of money and not getting anything in return. It's because of how we're using him. But the fact of the matter is... I I can see AJ
0: leaving. I just think they do like AJ, so he might stay. The other guy, Nakamura, his contract is up soon. If I'm him, I would go to New Japan. Because they need star power. And he could show up in AEW if he wanted to. WWE was essentially his retirement run.
1: Yes. Because he's had a long career IWGP champion, mm-hmm. Intercontinental champion, and so on, before he ever showed up in the U.S. Yeah. And it's pretty clear that he was working the lighter WWE style, for sure. collecting money, enjoying surfing. He's yeah. he's responded to people on Twitter, he's like, it's not just the surfing. Yeah. Like, he loves surfing, and he loves living in Florida, but it's not just that. And somebody uh, said to him, like, well, aren't you excited for your WWE thing to be over so you can go back to Japan? And he's like, I moved my whole family here. Like, I'm not... Uh ready to move back to Japan. So it seems like he might be in the U.S., based in the U.S. going forward. Mm -hmm. So I've I've said from the beginning of AEW that AEW seems like a good fit for him because you could work on TV once or twice a month. Mm -hmm. You can work New Japan when you want to. They will pay him through the nose to work Wrestle Kingdoms. The way Sting is used in... AEW in New Japan. They can yep. bring him in a couple times a year to tag with Okada or something, yep. or do a big match against Tanahashi, who's his mm-hmm. like longtime rival. But yeah, Nakamura can seemingly make even more money, splitting and balancing AEW and New Japan on an even lighter schedule.
0: The question would be: Is he motivated? Or right?
1: this is the the knock Is he him. motivated to make more money on a lighter schedule? He's on an AEW contract and New Japan approaches him and they're like, we will pay you X amount of money to work the G1. It's up to him whether he takes it. Because we know what will be expected if he works the G1. We know it's (sighs) grueling. We know he probably doesn't want to, but will the money make it worth it? And he has to know that if A, he turns down the G1, Mm -hmm. or B accepts the G1 and mails it in, you kind of know yes. that he's not doing more with New Japan. He's kind of because we know what they're about. We know yep. what their their work ethic is like over there. Mm. So it's maybe a value proposition for Nakamura. Mm. But we have to assume that AEW will present him better than WWE did. And that's the other thing. And we should we should move to AEW yep. at this point because now the question is we've talked about AEW, <laughs> um, we've talked about you know the ins and outs and you know their ups and Very few downs, mostly ups, Mm -hmm. of the last year. We've talked about their high points being uh, all out. And the... just. I'm going to say it again. The royal flush laid down by Tony Khan. Mm -hmm. Just like, fucking read it and weep. We've got CM Punk. We've got Brian Danielson. We've got Satoshi Kojima. uh, Satoshi Kojima representing the New Japan working relationship, Mm -hmm. obviously. And Ruby Soho. And we don't even have to... I mean, we can, if you want, go through who... The AEW, I mean, we talked about in WWE, oh, well, they should pick people that they're focusing on. Yeah. We know it. We know that they're focusing on people in AEW. Yeah. They've made it explicit. The four pillars. Yeah. Right? We And we just discussed in previous episodes that phase one of the AEW cinematic universe was about Hangman. Yeah. And phase two is about the four pillars. So we know it's Jungle Boy. We know it's Sammy. We know it's MJF. And we know it's Darby. And Britt. And Brit. At this point, probably Ruby Soho and Thunder Rosa Say his also. name.
0: Say his name. Hook. Hook.
1: Um. But, yeah, yeah. so side hook is great. Yeah, we don't have to do this for AEW. We don't no. have to say, well, if you had to pick mm-hmm. three worthy people out of obscurity, well, they're not of obscurity. They're very clearly people who they want to take.
0: There's things that I would say, though, about AEW, which is, I hope they don't drop the ball on. And, you know, there's a lot of talent on that roster. And there's only three hours of, like, Cable programming. People and, will be overlooked. Yes. And say what you want about his, his, his output so far, I think it's been pretty good, but like Andrade is is on TV sporadically. Miro, I think he's been working through an injury, but Miro as of late has only been on, in video packages, which is fine. He's still on TV. Even Malachi Black is around. He's like not in really a feud. He's just his weird program with the Varsity Blondes. There's a lot of guys... That are not being focused on as much as I would like to see them focused on. And there's a chance it won't get better because right now you don't have Omega. You don't have Moxley. You had two free spots mm-hmm. to to incorporate those guys into. And they haven't really. And they haven't cycled to Brian out yet.
1: Well, the problem is as to your point like you had two free spots but you yeah. already had people waiting in the wings. So, at the very moment Moxley's out and Omega's out you have Hangman coming in as the new champion yes. so he needs to be a top guy and he can't lose. Right? You have the four pillars who have to be focused you know, have you to be You brought in Adam Cole. You brought in Adam Cole who has to be a focus of the show. They did cycle some guys out but they also cycled in more guys and Theoretically, there's more coming, so it's a tricky balance because you bring in a guy like Andrade or a guy like Malachi Black, who are undoubtedly being used better than they were in WWE, sure. but they're still upper mid-card. Yeah, because I,
0: I would argue that they're both being better used than they were on main roster. I can't necessarily say that they're being used better than they were at the, the heights of their NXT runs. Well,
1: I don't know about being used better. They're not being showcased in the main event because both those guys were champions. But AEW is a more stacked roster. Yes. And the fact of the matter is, it's competitive. They have explicitly made clear their intentions to elevate the four pillar guys. Mm -hmm. So knowing that, AEW, you know, is a better place to work than WWE, but it's also... um, it's different, because in WWE, you can't stand out no matter what you do. In AEW, it's harder to stand out, because everybody's outstanding. So, it's stiffer competition, but
0: at least it's a competition that you can win, right? (laughs) There's an end game. Yeah, so here's where, you know, this question of, like, who would you like for them to push? And I was like, well, I hope they don't drop the ball on. I think what I would like for AEW to do the next new year is to utilize some of the strengths that they already have, which are they love faction. The way you get talent on TV, uh, one of the ways is you put them in a faction, mm-hmm. they get screen time, they get mic time, you, you can build programs. And so a guy like Hobbs, if he wasn't on in Team Taz, I don't think he'd be on TV much at all. But because he's like right. Taz, he can be in the background, he can be in a national rampage, he can be on commentary. Yep. And that brings me to my next point. factions and putting guys on commentary. They they like a three-man booth. They also are not a four-man booth. Put some of your talent on commentary. Like, you introduce them before the match. Like, hey, it's uh, Hook on commentary. And you uh, have Hook put his personality over. The other thing I liked was Britt, when she was injured, that's when she got over. Yeah. And she wasn't wrestling. She was on the show with her segments being funny, being charismatic. You don't need to wrestle to get over all yeah. the time. To an extent,
1: I would say the same thing has been true of Ricky Starks. Ricky Starks has shown more of his personality now. Mm -hmm. I I guess he's still kind of recovering from that injury. But yeah, I think Ricky Starks is a bigger star now that he's on commentary. Like every week on Rampage now.
0: Yeah, pretty much. I mean, Jericho is going to be back soon, I guess. But we'll see. I hope AEW does the factions. I hope they use the commentary booth. I miss they would have these like really sleekly produced... Profile pieces, Yes. Of guys, and they used them undesirable to undeniable, right? Is that what they were called? Well, that's what Cody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but like I, I'm talking about, even like um, when Private Party was on TV for the first few months, like they had these. Packages were like yes. from New York, and this is what they're about. And da da da. Pack got that that one where he was like, in a si- yeah, in the and
1: it was like in the study, yeah, like with the like in the dark library, yeah. but in his gear, and then well, screaming yeah. in the rain in
0: his gear. So they're doing it with Miro and, and and Malachi, which is cool. Can we spread the love a little bit? Yes, I agree. Because the nice thing about AEW's roster is that they have like they got stars for days, and they can have even more if they profiled some of the lesser-known people. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, I mean, you and I may differ on, like, who those guys are. Like, I don't like Ricky Starks, really. Um, I don't like Brian Pillman Jr. And these are guys that get name-dropped all the time as, like, the future. I don't really see that, but, you know... I mean, I
1: wouldn't say... I think there's a lot of guys in, in line ahead of those guys.
0: Yeah, but I'm, I'm talking about, like, the general, like, fan conversation. Oh, the after. guys
1: who are, like, the... Call them the second four pillars, right? The yeah. guys who are... Like, Alan Angels. Is he a... Well, Alan Angels tweeted, like, Fifth Pillar. Oh, my God. And then people roasted him for it and deleted the tweet. Yeah, But, like, the people who would seemingly be... I mean, I think it's John Silver over... Oh,
0: 1,000%. John Silver...
1: John Silver is begging for a spotlight. Yeah. We had a wish list for people we want to see focused on in WWE. I don't know if... I I don't want to wish anybody necessarily into unemployment, Mm -hmm. but who are the people that we think won't be re-signed or shouldn't be re-signed in uh, in AEW. I think we've talked we've talked a number of times. Yeah. It's Sonny Kiss, yeah. it's Joey Janela. Uh-huh. it's Nyla Rose, yeah. it's Kip Sabian. Uh-huh. A lot of these and it, to a point I'm sad about it because we were talking before about, you know, a lot of people think, you know, Goldberg versus Hollywood Hogan is WCW, but uh-huh. to me, it's Finley and LaParca. You know, it's the the undercard guys that really define it. So what I don't want is for AEW to become NXT, I guess, 3.0. Sure. Where it's just like the super indie and yeah. all the hot acts from elsewhere in the world come there. Like, I don't want to lose the acts that made AEW special. And by I, I don't want it to just be NXT with also the Young Bucks in it.
0: Well, to counter that, I would say, it is all elite wrestling. Yes. This is born from the indies. Yes, the idea, yeah. Yeah, so if they end up getting the best of the best indie guys, it's like not crazy. No, the
1: fact is that a lot of the guys that they signed at the beginning were not literally elite.
0: No, and we just watched the Double or Nothing 2019 pre-show Rumble. Okay, so
1: I see that you brought up the AEW roster. Yes, I did. Okay, so
0: I'm gonna go alphabetical here. Okay, Alphabet-
1: and we'll we'll both say gone, if they're uh, gone. I'm gonna
0: skip people that are obviously not gone. Okay, like your Adam Collins are not leaving.
1: Okay, I'm gonna guess the first one alphabetically is Aaron Solo. Yeah,
0: brother, <laughs> he's gone. He's not gonna. If he's there on a real deal, he won't be. Um, no, okay, Alan Angels.
1: Alan Angels has uh, yeah, I guess he's presumably Dark Order will be not as big a thing forever. Yeah. If somebody's going to break out, it's John Silver. Yes. Sorry to the rest of the Dark Order. Speaking
0: of the rest, Alex Reynolds and John Silver, yeah. I mean, Reynolds. Uh... He's not a single guy. No.
1: Whereas Johnny Hunt, like, man, John Silver, motherfucker. He's, so great. he's
0: great. Baby Cesaro. Uh, baby Cesaro and, like, Brian put together. And Helico. And Helico and Jack Evans both gone. Yeah, okay. Ogogo,
1: I think he's gone. Ogogo is a... I don't think was anything.
0: no, but he's like not putting he's like not doing himself any favors. yeah uh, so I think he's gone. The gun kids. I think they stay. okay. They've been
1: used pretty recently and yeah. pretty uh, prominently, which in AEW is not a bad sign unlike in WWE who um, fired all of hit row in the same week.
0: <laughs> well, uh Cutler, I mean he's gonna be backstage.
1: yeah, he um, might he might not be on TV.
0: Cage gone. Brian. Yes. I yes. forgot there's like 20 of them.
1: Brian Cage. Christian Cage, I think, is around for another year or so. I don't think he's going to stay forever.
0: No.
1: I think Christian... Is this alphabetical by first name or last name? Because I know this wrestling is, rosters this are This is weird. Uh, first name. First name, yeah. Because... Yeah, I'm going. Re, yeah, wrestling yes. rosters. Well, Christian Cage and Chris Jericho, I think, both have maybe one more year in them. I agree. They have Chavo here still. Okay. <laughs> Chuck Taylor... I don't know, man. I like Best Friends, but
0: Chuck Taylor doesn't really add much to the show. I don't think he's been put in a position to add anything to the show. I think he's hilarious. Chuck... Yeah, I, I like Chuck Taylor a lot. What they need to do
1: is... His tag team partner was gone for like That's nine true. months, and he didn't do anything.
0: I need Chuck Taylor to be given a segment where it's just him and Trent doing what they did on their like their shoot interview shows, where they just like shoot the shit, drink some beer, they're funny... That's all you need.
1: Can we give, you, honestly, can we give these guys a show uh-huh. like fucking, uh, what was the show on YouTube with Road Dogg and Josh Matthews? The fuck are you talking about? The WWE show um, with uh, Road Dogg and Josh Matthews where it was like Mystery Science Theater where they were sitting watching.
0: Oh, I don't, I don't know the name. Anyway.
1: <laughs> where every time there's a Sid clip, there'd be like a siren that said, Sid, violation.
0: Well, I don't. That's a great idea. Have Are been... you
1: serious? I think it was called. I think you're right. But yeah, they could do something like that because AEW has had some botches. For sure. You know what I mean? Like, give those guys a
0: YouTube show. Okay. Chuck Killer. I can see him staying, but I could also see them, like, uh, you know, not keeping him. Colt Cabana.
1: <sighs> uh, I don't know if he stays. Colt Cabana could be worth more on the indies, to be honest with you.
0: Yeah. I think also the guy who's, like, two above him. On this page has a bit of a problem with them.
1: Uh, yeah, silly
0: Philly, huh? Yeah. Okay. Evil
1: Uno. I think so. Listen, I don't think they're going to completely destroy the Dark Order. Yeah. I think Brody is too big a part of their. Yeah, yeah, a part yeah. of their history. Like you can always use a tag team, but I don't think I think this is as high as mm-hmm.
0: they're going to get. Because they are in. Gone. Okay. They just signed this guy, Fuego del Sol. He's to stay. By the end of this year, he's... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, Well, I I don't know. Are we talking about guys who are going to be gone at the end of their current deal or by the end of this year? Because I don't think all the people that you've named... Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. So.
0: We're just talking about the future now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, So Griff Garrison. Did Griff get an All Elite tweet? I don't know. He's on the page. I don't think so. But he's on TV a lot. Yeah, they seem to like him. I don't get it. He's all right. All right. So you think he stays? I don't know. I don't know. Let's go to like, I think you bring up a good point. Let's talk about like the first year, first generation AEW guys. Isaiah Cassidy, Mark Wendt. They're gone. Okay. Jack Evans, gone. Hager. Gone. Janela.
1: Gone. Might do occasional appearances, but he's gone as a regular contracted talent. I think they want to keep a good relationship with him Mm -hmm. because he's, I mean, has always been integral to their, yeah, to their networking with indies and so on and so sure. forth, so I think that stays in the same way that Chris Daniels is not yeah. wrestling for them. I mean, and Joey Janela might show up occasionally in a battle royal or something like yeah. that, but I don't think he's a regular character on TV anymore.
0: Kip Sabian gone. His record for twenty twenty one five and one. <laughs> he wrestled uh, five times this year. I guess that means of the year. Yeah, six times. Uh, Archer. He's I, injured right now. He's but.
1: injured. Listen, I love Lance Archer, but I think. I think he's worth more in Japan. And I think Miro gets you everything that you get with Lance Archer. Mm -hmm. He's hotter. He's younger. He's less exposed. I think Miro inherits that spot. And I don't think there's any hard feelings toward Archer. I say that as one of the biggest Lance Archer marks on the planet. Yeah, you are. I think it's not as bad, but we were talking about how Joey Janela in the first ever yeah. branded AEW show gets completely cucked by the signing of John Moxley, because everything Joey Janela does, John Moxley does better. Sure. I don't think it's that bad because I, I do love Archer a lot, mm-hmm. but a lot of what he brings to the table, Miro also brings to the table with a better promo, younger, in better shape. Mm-hmm. You're right, Luther. Gone, and Serpentico gone. Stunt. I think probably gone. Nakazawa. Does he ever roll behind backstage? Presu- I, I'm assuming that he does. Because he doesn't do much on screen.
0: Yeah, okay. Ortiz and Santana.
1: And Pac. That's, that's a tricky question because those three guys are guys who should have been bigger deals when AEW was a smaller pond. Yes. And now it's a little tricky to move them up the ladder when it's a bigger pond.
0: So, they have to win the titles soon. If, if, if they're going to stay around and be relevant, they need to win those fucking belts. You might say the same with Pac. Yeah, Pac has done much of nothing
1: in his run. It's the he, travel issue, I think. The fact that he can't... I mean, it's we're in a pandemic and he can't seemingly... right. He still lives in the UK. <laughs> if Pac lived in Florida, I don't know if he would have been a former AEW champion, but... Maybe a TNT champion, tag champion. Pack when he beat Kenny Omega, that yep. first time it was huge. Pack has never been that hot again. No, and it's it's unfortunate. He seems a little bit lost in that same Malachi Black, Andrade, Andrade tier. Yeah, where it's like
0: they're so great they need to be used more.
1: Yes, they're yeah. yeah. We know that they can be more, but the roster is so packed that it's difficult. Yeah. Peter Avalon. Uh, I'm assuming he's got a backstage role. You think so? Okay. So if, if he has a backstage role, he stays. Same with Leva Bates. Gotcha. Scorpio Sky. I think he's, he's gone. You I think, think he, he's gone. Okay. I think he's gone. I mean, say what you want about the potential, but mm. does he have more potential than people they've brought in after him? Even Ethan Page?
0: I don't think so. No. Sunny Kiss gone. Gone. Sorry, Sunny. It's fine. The Blade. And The Butcher. I think they like those guys. I like those guys. I wish
1: they were used better. But I think, I mean, you always need enhancement teams. Like, I don't sure. think those guys are going to be tag team champions anytime soon. But listen, if the okay. House of Black is going to be a thing, fucking throw those guys in That's there. what I'm saying. Trent. S- same thing as Chuck Taylor. Yeah. Okay. So that's that's the dudes. Okay. The Bunny. She's staying. Emi Sakura. Uh, as much as I love Emmy Sakura. So- listen, George I would trainer. I don't think so. I mean, she is a trainer, but I don't think she's a trainer for them. She trained Riho. and mm-hmm. It's a little tricky for the women because you have to be more selective with these women because the women's division is not as strong. We've said from the beginning that AEW's women's division is the weakest part of their sure. roster. Yes, it is. Um, they have, I mean, it's the closest to WWE booking that they get where there's one person on top. Mm-hmm. And the person who's champion gets a storyline and really nobody else does. So that's unfortunate. It's been, you know, first it was Riho and then it was, I mean, uh, Nyla Rose was champion very briefly, Mm -hmm. but I would be the shortest reign, I think. And then Sheeta had her long ass reign and now Britt Baker has her long ass reign. But I don't know if I'm ready to throw out any of these women. I, I think we need to bulk up. Yeah, but you bulk up by getting new people. Yeah, you're right. So, Emmy Sakura, no, is not adding anything to show us. Doesn't even wrestle.
0: So, maybe not going to stay. Yeah. yeah. Um, Nyla Rose.
1: I think she's gone.
0: They like her. I don't like her. But they like her. I, I don't... I think you've done all you can do. Penelope Ford. I think she leaves the kid. I think they're gone. Maybe, yeah. You know, love looking at her. Big fan,
1: but... Love to watch her leave.
0: Yeah. Uh, Almost done here. Riho. Stays? I think stays. I mean, I don't know what else you do with Riho. (sighs) My girl's here. Sorry. I just I just up. I saw someone. I think Riho stays. I think they like her. I think once COVID gets more manageable, I think you'll see her more often. Yuka. Sakit. Sakit. Sakazaki. We just, love Yukasakazaki this. We love episode. her, the magical girl
1: lover. Remember when Jim Ross had to find out what a magical girl was on live TV? He's a moron. <laughs> uh,
0: you know, Jim, like Sailor Moon, he's like, what? <laughs> he's about to call it Oriental. <laughs> Alex Marvez. Oh, gone. And the button. <laughs> Poor button. <laughs> I think that's about it. Uh, we went through the t- roster there of I think those people are gone. Or at least a good number of them. They're not going to be resigned. It's less humiliating. Last question. Yes. It's about AEW, it's not AEW. And I had
1: one last question for you. Yeah. Too. What's your question? My question was, what's your what's your wish list for for, for for AEW? What are some What are some things you want to see in in AEW?
0: I'll tell you. Okay, so I would like trios titles. Yes. I would like a proper heel turn for Phil. Uh huh. That's how the year ends. Um, so 2023 will be his heel run. I would like to see... I'm gonna say it. I want the conversation, the buzz at the end of the year to be <laughs> Rampage changes nights, or at least times and becomes two hours and AEW splits the roster. That's it. Ooh. Here's why. Here's why. One, I have more faith in them mm-hmm. to honor... A, um, a split roster. And I think there's just too much talent, as we've established, where... And it's not getting smaller. Like, we haven't talked about who they might sign. It's only going to get worse. Ring of Honor is gone. At least until April. They're gone. We need that third company. We need a third company, or we need another hour. Probably both. And I think for their... These whole like television rights deals... This, this was the game plan of AEW, right? Get on TV, get good ratings, and then for, for the next deal, we can make a ton of money because uh, channels, networks are paying for content. So, just like WWE did with Raw and SmackDown as separate properties, you can sell a Rampage in a couple of years with whatever talent that's on that show, whatever buzz is on that show, to, yeah, maybe TNT, but maybe somebody else. Maybe they they might pay them a lot of money. We don't know where things will be in 2024, right? Is Netflix going to want wrestling? Is Amazon? Is Disney? Is whoever? Uh, So that's my... I want the conversation by the end of the year to be, Tony's considering splitting the rosters and, you know, having more TV but also more money. Maybe it's something like Tony
1: buys... Ring of Honor. Tony buys the NWA name. You know what I mean? Something like that where you can take an established property. I don't like the idea of
0: AEW Hollywood
1: and AEW Wolfpack.
0: So you're saying like AEW Dynamite and then like, and then like for example, Ring of Honor Water Fusion. I'm making that up. Hour of Honor. <laughs> Whatever it is, right? Yeah. So, fine. I think that costs him more money to do that than. Yes. Adding an hour. I agree, but I think the branding helps. I think it I don't think it does. I just don't think it does. I, 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 I listen, I always thought it was stupid that it was raw. It's WWE SmackDown versus WWE Raw. That is dumb. But that was also, you know, twenty years ago. Mm-hmm. It's now it's twenty twenty two and Ring of Honor as a name isn't that big. Like WWE should have done WCW SmackDown or something when they had the chance or Nitro, yeah. um, but they didn't. So, to me, I know I know what you're saying. I just think don't think those other names are that. If you wants, right. if you want the name to WCW, you're right. Five. You're right.
1: They don't have a lot of value. I just don't. I think you want to avoid the comparison to the SmackDown versus Raw rivalry that was never really anything. Sure,
0: but like, I, you know, we've talked about this brand split for WWE for years of like. The shows don't feel any different. Like, if you're going to do a brand split, you also got to figure out how to do the shows differently. Mm-hmm. Whether that's different rules, different cameras, different angles.
1: That's what I'm saying. You could do the NWA thing and have it more old school. You send Cody, you send Dustin, you send FDR, you send MJF, you send whoever.
0: But I don't like I that, that I, idea either. I think, I think the mix... Too, it's. I think if you do like an NWA-style presentation, it's going to... It's a niche. It's not gonna... It's gonna be a gimmick is what it is. And what
1: AEW really brings to the table like WCW back in the day is Finley versus La Parca, where it's like... Yeah.
0: Here's shit versus shit. You know, here's yeah. wild stuff. And I, I don't know. So, I mean, I, I would like... As a wish, it may not be this year, but I think a wish would be the ability to expand Rampage, change the night because that night is a killer. And the time. And, and the time. I, could do that. I mean... It didn't do that much worse on a Saturday at like nine. So, you, I think there's a way to change the the time slot around. They should um, change
1: it to go head to head with with NXT again, just for shits and giggles.
0: I, <laughs> you know, I, what I've what I've thought is like just
1: fucking put that put the nail in that coffin. Honestly, bro, like
0: I'm gonna say it. Mm-hmm. Monday at eight. <laughs> Monday, I mean, there's football, but. Monday at eight. And yeah, Monday at eight. There's no other wrestling shows on at that time. Who's watching Raw? <laughs> Respectfully. Yeah. I mean, I think the AEW audience is not necessarily the Raw audience. So like, I wouldn't be like if they put on Rampage, let's say Monday nights at eight, even for an hour. I I still think it does like six hundred to eight hundred easy. Because uh, people watching Rampage are not watching fucking Raw. I will say this and I'm gonna use it as I'm gonna use it as one of mine.
1: This is this is the first yes, thing my, my wish. Primetime special, battle of the belts yes. against Raw. I like that. I'm not saying full, I'm not saying of mm-hmm. you know, moving the time slot no, perfectly. Yep. I'm saying See see how it does. See how it does, yeah. And you know what? I don't care if it's Raw or SmackDown, but against main roster. I mean, I think Raw is a bigger it's a bigger shot across their bow. Yes. It's their first more doable because
0: it's know, cable fought. to cable. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But
1: yeah, and then really promote that. And WWE will pull out all the stops. Bro, if you do
0: if you I like this idea. If we do Battle of the Belts, uh it's quarterly, right? Every yeah. three months. So if we do quarterly Battle of the Belts, and that brings us one, four, seven, right? So July. Battle of the Belts on TNT on Monday at 8. Main evented by. CM Punk versus Brian Danielson? CM Punk versus Brian Danielson. CM Punk versus Kenny Omega. Lat level of main event. John Moxley. Give me John Moxley, CM Punk in a TNT title match. I mean, they've been saving. They
1: have been saving some of their big matches. Have they been saving it for this? I don't know. Like, could it be? Because if so, fucking Cody versus Moxley, which they haven't done. Mm-hmm. Cody versus Kenny. Right. They have been saving a lot of Cody and Hangman.
0: Fucking
1: Hangman. They've been saving a lot of stuff. Yeah. I mean, they've we've talked about we've talked about it before. Tony Khan is known to do this. He's been known to save those cards in his hand and yes all at once so if you have if you have the opportunity to go head to head against Monday Night Raw Mm -hmm. and you throw out you know these first time ever matches
0: I have an idea so the next quarterly would be in April right yep fantasy book it to be on a Monday night yep Uh, which is tough because Mania is around that time but whatever you do let's say Plump versus Pain Man okay okay main event whatever that show also has a big debut and it's a WWE guy. Uh, if it's April, you look at the time frame, you can get a Keith Lee. You can get... Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt. Those are the only ones I would honestly consider debuting like that. But who's to say they won't release somebody from now to then? Right. They're fucking nuts. They can release Drew. Who knows? Yeah. No, I mean, no one's off the table besides Roman and Brock, right? So. Yep. Um, they, could, they, could, they could release Hunter. We don't know. Yeah. I mean, maybe it was really released. But I think... Having that one hour special eight to nine, uh, not a bad slot. If you, you have a big match with a big angle or big debut, and then it's like, oh, we'll be back on Wednesday night. Same same uh, time, TBS. Come watch us. Yeah, I'm not saying it
1: should be week to week head to head. I think no. I think a black eye on Monday night mm-hmm. is advisable. So yes, yeah. prime time battle of the belts like a pay per view. Every match and main event, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I think that's an idea.
0: I like this idea. The question is, if you were to do it in 2022, when is the best time to do it? So, is it April at Mania, or do we do it in July, when WWE is, like, abysmal anyways? I think July makes most sense, when they're weakest. At Mania, they've got all, uh, they're firing on all cylinders, is what I'm trying to say. Also, you know, we didn't talk about this, they love to fire people out of April, in April. So... You fire whoever in April. In three months, they'll be ready. Or if you're really trying to do this, if Tony Khan is
1: really trying to do this, mm-hmm. he can pay out the ninety days. The talent also has to agree to that, right? Yes, yeah. but all I'm saying is, fucking, if you want to, if you fire, I don't know, Seth Rollins sure. or Kevin Owens or whoever would be, yeah, yeah. And Tony's like, I will pay out double your your ninety days. Mm-hmm.
0: I'll pay a, a double so you can show up at double or nothing. Yes. Um, yeah. No. I mean, I think July is a good time to try it because, like, yeah, WWE in summer. I remember back in the day, and we you can cut this, but like ten years ago, before before the pipe bomb, it was always like, oh, WWE's got a hot summer angle coming. I remember this, yeah, and they used to actually do it. Yeah, and they don't anymore. No. But like they had the Nexus, they had the pipe bomb, they had the even the Mark Henry stuff with the. The Hall of Pain, the uh, the, uh, the ECW revival was a summer yeah, angle. they used to do this, and they don't do it anymore. I don't imagine they would do it this year. So it's gonna be not a bad idea to.
1: I think I think what Tony should do is a couple of these, and they're supposed they're supposed to be Saturdays, right? Yes. It's because it's Clash of the Champions, right? Mm-hmm. So it's supposed to be Saturdays. So we do we do like three of them, mm-hmm. and then we announce that we're gonna do one on Mondays and announce it like a month beforehand. Yep. Yeah. So, start promoting it. Steve Austin's going to be a raw... Yeah, raw,
0: well... Rock on raw. raw. <laughs> right.
1: That's what I'm saying. Just try to force it, right? Mm-hmm. Because what are you going to do with a month? Because we saw what happened with, uh, uh, with All Out. Yep. We saw WWE try to match it. Yes. And we did. saw them fall flat. They brought, they brought back Brock and they brought back Becky, which were the two biggest aces they had up their sleeve, and it
0: didn't well, matter. I mean, keep in mind, they brought back Brock and Becky... It wasn't even during like well, I was like the, you know after it was like the few days after Punk returned. Yes. It was either it was either two days or it was a full week. I can't remember, it but was it was, a was full like week. right after. Yes. And it was like the most obvious thing you know they could have done, but we had surprise returns too. You know, I do think at some point a pilot run of whatever programming on Monday night, morning and Friday is not the worst idea. If it, if it doesn't do well, it doesn't do well. Who the fuck cares? Right? Like, that's not your night anyways. But right. But if you can get decent numbers and shoot a big angle...
1: If, I mean, if AEW, as you say, they're doing a million. Say they're doing a million or a little under a million week to week. Yes. If they do half of that or three quarters of that against Monday Night Raw, yeah. that's a win. As long as, as long as it doesn't transpire that nobody watches AEW... Yeah. Which I don't think is the case, because I think if every AEW fan had to choose between AEW and Monday Night Raw, they would choose AEW. Yes. Because, I mean, so, I think, I think it's worth a shot. It's like I said, it's a black eye. It's a black eye and they can't, there's nothing they can do. There's, If AEW gives us five huge matches mm-hmm. that they've been keeping up their sleeve for three years, mm-hmm. WWE doesn't have five huge
0: matches. Give me, give me this. In the New York City market in the summer, Battle of the Belts, whatever, with the main event of either any of the top guys. If you wanted the W I, you put Brian, you put Punk, you put Moxley. Okay? hmm. And if you have a big female star from the other from the opposition if you've gotten Bailey. Which we it, we haven't talked about, but yes, Yeah, like Bailey, if she decides to go or gets released, or whatever, you know, put them as your you know main eventers. Bailey versus Britt Baker's money. Give it to me. So, I think they could do reasonably seven hundred thousand against Raw because Raw's doing what one point six. It's not. It's not monstrously different anymore. No, it's not. So. And I think the buzz, similar to the TNA WWE collision from twenty ten, you'll get people who may not really watch to watch. Is another. There's something sh- happening. Yeah. So, we'll see. I think if it's not the worst idea to try, it'd be interesting to see what Mondays, what holidays or big days fall on a Monday. Holiday holiday
1: Raws tend to do shit. So we've talked about this, and this is gonna sound like super anticlimactic since I'm I was just uh, I was just fantasy booking. Monday Night Wars. Give me fucking Pentagon. Can I have fucking singles Pentagon, please? Can I have a monster heel push for Pentagon Jr.? You talked about factions. Yes. I want House of Black. Yes, that's happening. I want House of Black. I want Brody King. I want Pentagon Dark. Listen, Pentagon went into a cave and killed 50 other Pentagons and came out as Pentagon Dark. If you haven't watched Lucha Underground, please watch Lucha Underground. It's the most bullshit Dragon Ball Z wrestling promotion you've ever seen, and it's awesome. But yes, there was an evil monster heel Pentagon Jr., I'm going to cut this out because it's fucking nothing. Bro, okay, after did, we just got yeah. done fantasy booking yeah. Monday Night Raw and realizing that it's possible. So 2021, what a year.
0: <laughs> uh, 2021, oh, man, I feel like we missed so much. Let's do, let's do this really quick. Okay.
1: Yeah, we're only two hours in yet. Yeah,
0: well, you can edit. Uh, Brian Danielson debuting. Brian Danielson leaving. That's a bigger story to me. Adam Cole deciding not to resign is huge. Punking, getting coming back to wrestling. Owen Hart. The The, Owen! The Owen Cup. Fuck! Martha Martha Hart being involved. Huge stories of 2021. Uh, The releases, of course. Huge releases. WWE not having a breakout star, really. Honestly, I I can't think of one. Big E, maybe, but he's not a a new talent, necessarily. Um, NXT going through what NXT has gone through. Ring Uh, of Honor
1: dying. Yeah, I was just going to say, Ring of Honor dying. Uh, the, we didn't even touch on New Japan. New Japan has been cursed for the last year. Yes. Just uh, injuries and COVID. And uh, fucking uh, Kota Ibushi has had like six injuries yeah. and five different illnesses. I don't think any of them were COVID. He had like pneumonia somehow. Yeah. yeah. How he, are you
0: going to get pneumonia during COVID? Yeah, New Japan's had a rough, rough last uh, couple of years. But, uh, flip side, New Japan of America has bolstered its roster and, and relevance I would say in the last year or so yes with Jay White and Osprey, but also with some of like the American talent that's already there.
1: Carl Fredericks
0: yeah um right I think that's a big story I think GCW uh, I don't watch GCW I really have no interest in watching them but they are a, a force
1: Yeah, yeah in... kind of out of nowhere they're kind of the number one indie
0: yeah for sure, um, especially with Ring of Honor off the table. Yeah, uh, so Ring of Honor being off the table is obviously a big sort of like like we said, man. no, But Owen, the Owen Cup is huge. It's going to be huge, I should say. Uh, that we you know that's going to be twenty twenty two. I think the trio trios belts are coming. I hope um, so because
1: a lot of what we said, like a lot of what we were saying about AEW, the roster bloat can be solved with the factions, love the factions, trios, and like that is one thousand percent a way to get Dark Order more screen time yeah. without breaking them up. Right? Because if you want to move John Silver into the singles ranks, mm-hmm. you got uh Alex Reynolds, Evil Uno and Stu, yeah. whatever. Any three you want. Yeah. You um, can even have you could have multiple Dark Order trios. That yeah, would be there's, interesting.
0: There's like seven of them, aren't there? So um <laughs>
1: Dark Order, black and white and black and purple, whatever. Like,
0: um Yeah, and and breakouts are for twenty twenty two. Send him. Oh he's been sent. <laughs> Huh? <laughs>